Hey guys, in this episode, we're going to be talking about how all service-based businesses are the same and why that's a good thing. We're going to go down into what our company did in the very beginning, how we were yes-men, um, how we didn't have a proven process, and what it looks like now to have a proven process to attract, qualify, and convert more leads, and how you as a service-based business can do this as well. Inside of this training or inside of this podcast episode, we're also going to give you a link to a free training to go through. That way you can actually see the exact process we use with our clients and you could implement this today so you can save time and money. I hope you enjoy the episode. This is the Marketing Natives, providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now your hosts, Christian and Aaron. All service-based businesses are the same. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't? No. It really doesn't. First time I read it, I was like, this doesn't make sense. Well, I think it doesn't make sense, especially in the very beginning, because we're like unique and we're different and like nothing, nobody has the same type of marketing agency as us um, or the same service type business. But really, I think we are the same. What's happened? I think one thing that's happened though is the more people that we've talked to, the more that their businesses are just like ours. And it doesn't have to be the same. Like we have a a client who's a financial advisor and his process is pretty much the same thing as us. He's doing a a webinar training. We're doing like an online training and he gets leads that way. But his big thing has been to to do like a workshop or to have people who refer him and he comes in and they fill out a form or they qualify. He qualifies them and then he meets with them and then he provides the service to them. So we're talking about the fundamental process of service-based businesses getting clients is the same. Yes, like the, exactly the same. But everybody I talk to, they think that theirs is completely unique. Like they have to go and recreate the wheel. The, their purpose is to, hey, look, everybody did it this way for whatever reason. And we want to, you know, and I think one of the things that's on our wall right now is challenge the box. And they were like, oh, let's, let's go against the beaten path. Let's go this direction, which I think is good when you offer something a little bit different, but that process is the exact same. Like the goal is to, to find somebody who likes you to make sure that it's a good fit for you and for them, and then to turn them into a customer and make them satisfied. And hopefully they tell other people. Absolutely. So all businesses or all service-based businesses are really the same, I guess. Um, When it comes to attracting qualifying and converting leads yes which uh, yeah so and i guess attraction could come from many ways like this part of it could be unique for each business i don't but so we do we could do it through social media we could do it through a podcast but regardless of how you do it that process needs like they have to be aware of you nobody's going to buy a a website from us if they don't know who we are Mm -hmm. they have to be aware of us and then they're going to give us some information and we're going to say, okay, this is great. We're going to do a a website for you. Or they're going to give us some information. We're going to say, Hey, you're not a good fit for us, but we're going through that exact same process. And I think that something to realize for ourselves is as we're talking about this, we've done the same thing too. We, um, you know, we tried different things where like, Oh, well this isn't, well, we had no real agency background experience, so we didn't know what to do necessarily, but we're like, okay, well, this is the way we should do it because this is what's worked before for us. We never really experienced anything differently. And um, 
I don't think our process has necessarily changed in the sense that uh, this is the three ways to to get somebody to become a client, like attracting them, qualifying, converting them. That's that's still the same, but um, the method have methods to do that have gotten better just because uh, there's smarter ways to do it. Like we don't have to rack our brains around finding new ways to attract people. Or um, well, I would I would argue that the qualifying part wasn't there at the beginning. That's true. We talked to anybody. We yeah. wanted every we, business. We, we would say we were yes men. We said yes to everything, anything. Like, yeah. Oh, you need a 40 page e-commerce website. Yes, we can do that. Yeah. Oh, you need a landing page that converts at 90%. Yes, we can do that. How? I don't know, but we'll, we'll, we'll figure it we'll out. Figure it out. Yeah. Yes. And it, I think it ended up giving us bad or like, I guess it could help if you did really well with them. But like, if you do so many things, in different ways and you don't become like an expert or you don't feel good about it. Then you get into that. Like I never really had that, but I know that like well, we couldn't have it, but like the self imposter, the imposter syndrome. And I feel like a lot of business owners, a lot of people who are doing things, they get imposter syndrome because they're like, well, I'm not really good at this thing, but it's like, wait, you're comparing yourselves to building like a 40 page e-commerce site. And then you're building a landing page. Like those are completely different converting on a landing page and an e-commerce site they're similar, but they're not the same. So now you're gauging yourself based off of like two things that weren't successful. Let's just assume that they weren't successful. So now you're saying to yourself, okay, great. Now I'm not a good designer or I'm not a good, a conversion, you know, uh, creator or something like that. When really probably are, you're just not playing in the, the right game or you're not doing the same thing over and over again. And I think that's what's not the sexy thing to do. Like, why would you do the same thing over and over again? Because it's more fun to like play outside of the box and right. Or why would you do what Jimmy Joe is doing down the street? <laughs> um, and I think what we're saying is that the th- those core principles are the same from company to company, from service based company to service based company. Um, you know, these things carry over whether you know we're a marketing agency or whether we're electrical company or right. plumber or an accountant right um these sort of pillars right follow through and like you're saying what you can be unique on is i mean your delivery mm-hmm. um some of the uh, you put in here like principles versus tactics um and it's i think those tactics is you know some of the things that you can you know tweak to your advantage and make that unique but these principles are the same and they carry over um every single business yeah and it also makes it like like for example like we just started adding like our onboarding process like we're still going to attract qualify and convert people great but after that the unique thing that makes us better could be like our onboarding or again like the like you said the end product um so everybody goes through the same process, which is which is nice, I guess, and encouraging too, because you can relate to people and you can say, hey, look, I know what you're going through. When you make $250,000 a year, these are the problems you're going to run into. And if you're making $500,000 a year, here's the other things that are coming around the corner. And that's why people hire business coaches. They're like, well, you don't really specialize in my area. And it's like, it doesn't really matter. Here's the, here's the things that are going to come up in your business when they get to this position because the principles like you said are all the same so it's like it doesn't matter about the product it doesn't matter about this the service is what we're talking about it's literally like you know the price point or the quality of the customer and your process that you go through 
So I don't know. I, just, I think it's been more eye-opening for us to realize that our business is so much like every other business. And that's a good thing because we can learn from all the people who have been doing it for longer than us and who are ahead of us. And we cannot make the same mistakes. Exactly. I think we were so focused on, yeah, trying to figure out that marketing or agency model to a T um, versus what you're saying, which is, yeah, just learning from every single business owner out there. Right. And I, whenever we were like doing our training, so um, there's like to figure out your exact customer avatar so that you can go through this process. And one of the biggest thing, big things is like your struggling avatar or like your customer has this problem, your unique solution, the way that you do things, that's what makes you different. The process is still the same, but like the unique thing that makes you different, that's what helps you bring your customer to the other side. And I think that's what we finally have figured out is that like our process internally uh, is like a lead. Our process is called the leads accelerator. So we have like three steps and we've documented it. Um, and it's not that other people don't do something similar. Maybe it is. We have different nuances, but it's like a written down standardized way to get people to the same result. So every time you put in a, you know, a dollar, you're going to get $2 instead of trying to say, well, what if we put in a dollar 25 a little bit later? Or what if we put in 50 cents now and 50 cents later? Will we still get the same results? Like, no, like, let's just do the same thing over and over and over again, which is that, uh, unsexy work or the, you know, the boring part of business, but boring, uh, what I'm realizing anyway, is that boring is what grows businesses. It's those little minutia things, the, the nuances or the, uh, the same thing over and over again, that's really like working that, that muscle to make it successful. All right. So anyway, like I want to walk through our leads accelerator process and like explain, and maybe it'll help somebody else out, um, as well, which is, the first step that we have is figuring out exactly who your customer is. And we created a, um, something that we call the content messaging foundation. It's like just questions, very, very specific questions to find out who our customer is, not only their demographics, but psychographics and really detail and dive into like, what are their customers caring about? Because we don't, we can't run ads to people. We don't know who are running ads to. And I think that we've been, um, a victim of that before, or we've made ourselves victims of that is where we just ran an ad and we're like, it's going to this group of people, but it's not really speaking to them directly and it doesn't speak to them. Um, and that's, what's great about social media, at least specifically for what we do using like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube is that you can get so targeted on who you're going to. Um, so that's the first thing is we figure out the avatar, their customers, and we figure out their numbers what are their goals? Um, what's going to happen if we hit these goals? What happens if we don't? How are we going to do that? And then that second step is more, I guess, the, the fun part of things. And this is where everybody should set up something like this, which is, okay, let's create the content. That's good. Um, but you have to have really good content that speaks to your audience, which is part of that first step. But then the second part is to automate this. So how can you run an ad that continuously runs to the right people all the time and then how do you get them to take the next step to where they uh, apply, which we now have a really nice way to have people apply for our Leads Accelerator program. It's like, let's qualify these people. And as they're taking the the quiz or the form, I guess, that they're filling out, they qualify themselves anyway. They're like, oh, this isn't for me. Mm -hmm. I found out this isn't what's going on. And then we also get the information now and we don't sit down with everybody. 
we stop doing like what you said, the, the yes man mentality. Um, and then lastly, the tracking results, which we are getting better at. I think we have our own KPIs in the company now, which, you know, we're four years old, almost five years old. And we had, <clears throat> I don't, I won't say we didn't track every number. We, I mean, we tracked financial numbers, but we didn't track the other things like followers on social, like Instagram followers, YouTube subscribers, um, email list, website traffic, like we, I think we had a general idea, but we didn't really have like track it as tediously as we should have. But that's that third pillar is to just track results to make decisions that you can in your company. So like that's the the process that we created. And like I said, if somebody else probably has something similar, it's unique to us and what we offer. But it those principles to be are the same, probably. Do yeah. it. Those principles are probably the same. From yeah, they just may do it like in a different order or. Um, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, that's why it's, I guess we're in a unique position to help other service-based businesses because we've done it and now we've helped other clients. It's like, it's the same thing. So now we, you can adapt these steps for yourself, which is, um, really good. And I'm looking at, I said it now, it's like, it's been four years. So I guess the, the consequences of, of not implementing this now. Well, trial and error. And I mean, we did an episode on failure. So, yes. When was that? Like last year? Wait, the failure? When was that? No, like a month ago. Really? Yeah. Dang. Well, okay. Well, when I was in Lubbock, I think. So, okay. And that was, I've, I didn't think last year. I was thinking like a couple months ago, but we're in the midst of Corona right now. So, my timeline is it's, we're in June of 2020 recording this, but, you know, last week to me was March. So, it's, uh, Time is flying ridiculously fast, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's a good, that's definitely a good podcast to go look at, I guess, and talk about. I was thinking more so of like, um, I guess I was thinking about the recap of the end of the year for last year. And we talked mm-hmm. about successes and failures there. So I thought you were mentioning that, but I do remember that podcast, but I still thought that was like a month or two ago. <laughs> yeah, I think it was, yeah, it was last month. Okay. Well, either way. Yes. But so I think that, I mean, and that's good. That's a good podcast too, just because, uh, you learn a lot more from the failures. I think that's the premise of what we were talking about is like failing more makes you more successful than the success does. So you should definitely go check out that episode. If you're uh, wondering like, Hey, I keep failing at things. Why is this actually a good thing? It's, it's probably a good listen for you. Um, but more so, I think that if you continue to fall into the trap that you're like a unique business and that, you have to carve your own path and you keep going upstream or you keep trying to go down a a direction that somebody else um, has not gone, then it's going to be harder for you. But more so it could potentially hurt your business. It could slow down the growth. It could um, limit you on the amount of time that you have and resources, because if you're spinning your wheels, like what we did in the very beginning, I mean, we were working, I don't even know how many hour days really. Cause like your brain doesn't really turn off the, the, the business. So 14, 15 hour days. Um, and you can't sustain that for forever. And so eventually you either you quit or you find a solution. So it's like, why waste valuable time and years doing that when you know that there's a solution right in front of you? So I think it's maybe it's a pride issue or a pride thing. I don't know if it was a pride thing for us or not. No, I mean, I feel like we had this mentality of carving our own path and right. doing things, you know this unique way and like 
you know, the fact that we didn't have background of, mm-hmm. you know, of real marketing agency or anything like that. And we had this, yeah, this just vision of we do things differently, right? We're brand new and um, we're not like the other guys, right? Right. Um, we practice what we preach. And like, I mean, some of those things, yeah, they're, they're true. And um, I think has helped us into what we are today. But I think like you've been saying, it's like what we've realized <clears throat> is that every business is going to be the same, right? Mm-hmm. These, these things have to happen. Um, from from business to business and i think i mean i think i keep going back to that failure episode because we are in in this point today because of those failures right and having that mentality of like yes like we're special and we do things differently and all this stuff um when in reality like we just needed to get organized and when we got organized and we figured out like Mm -hmm. oh we have these three steps and then we look around it's like oh wait everyone's doing all these three steps right yeah um they might have like a 3.a or maybe four steps or like whatever um but those four three fundamental things um every business has to do right it's that it's that focus mentality too i think we were scattered for a while um and i think we're still figuring that out so i'm not saying that like you're right and we're wrong or, or we're wrong and you're right kind of thing or anything like that. I'm not saying that it's more of a, like, it's a learning process to realize that we should just be focusing, which is kind of ironic because we're um, talking about it now, which is figuring out the profitability for services. So like, should we only offer website design and social media marketing or should we only offer like this many websites per year? Should we only take on this many clients? Should we only take on this type of website or this type of client? Like, we don't know that. So I think that's like the next step. Like once you get organized, then that next step is allowing you to take different, you know, this is something we couldn't have talked about eight months ago. We couldn't have talked about the profitability because we wouldn't have been organized enough to say, okay, well, the, this is the types of services, the only services we offer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, th- I think the biggest thing is that it's just going to cost you a bunch of time and money and resources and just frustration if you just don't create uh, this process and, and realize that you can still be unique, but don't get away from the principles in your business for that. Yep. Absolutely. So let's say there's a business that wants to learn more about this process, this, this core fundamental principles. What can they do? So the best thing that you can do is, well, when you actually recently finished, it was a, like a 40 minute training. It's actually 38. We re-recorded two minutes faster and uh, more efficient, better sound and video, but it's a 40 minute training, um, on how to attract, qualify and convert leads. And it actually has everything that we do with our clients. So it has our leads accelerator process in there. It also has the fastest way to grow to six figures and beyond. And it also has how to find your exact customer avatar, which is really, really, really good information. Um, that's the best feedback that we've gotten. People are like, Oh, I can finally figure out who my at my actual customer is because most people are like, they just don't have a clue. So I would say grab the free training. It's going to be in the show notes. Um, it's also going to be in uh, the description of YouTube videos or Facebook, uh, wherever this is at, there's going to be a link in there. Um, and check it out. It's, it's, uh, it's going to be really, really important. And just give us some good feedback on the, on the video. Like I said, it's 38 minutes and it goes through the exact process that you can set up in your business. I hope it's 38 minutes of well-used time that that way you don't have to you know, spend years trying to figure this out and wasting time and money and resources. So that's probably the the best thing to do is to go get the training that way. Sweet. I think that's it. Awesome. 
All right. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you're on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button and check out our latest videos. If you are on our um, podcast, make sure that you also go over to subscribe. And if you've been listening to us for a while, please make sure to leave us an honest rating and review. This helps us grow on the platform and reach more people. Um, And if you want to connect with us more personally, we're on Instagram and Facebook. That's probably the best places to connect with us to chat one-on-one um, and to just talk about the business. But like I said, we'll have the, the link for the Leads Accelerator training in the, the show notes as well um, or in the description. Thanks, guys. The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of Bit Branding.